genre. Hi everyone and welcome to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute, the daily podcast where we are talking about the 1991 live-action Ninja Turtles sequel, The Secret of the Ooze, one turtle tickling minute at a time. <laughs> it is hashtag Pizza Friday, it is Minute 55, I am your host Scott Coffey, with me as always, Mr. Chris O'Connor, Coochie Coochie Coo, Ms. Rachel Gatlin, Hi, and Adam Sheehan. Fantastic. <laughs> Joining us one last time, it's never enough times, but it's the last time for this season. The one, the only, the fantastic Mr. Ralph Atanasia. The green semi-colloidal gel. Yes. <laughs> semi-colloidal. It, you make it sound so dirty when you say it. I, I'm really excited to talk about this minute, you guys. Roland Tembo is one of my favorite characters, and this is the last time we see him before he gets in the helicopter to leave the movie. Got that iconic line, I, no thank you, I've spent enough time in the company of death. And there's that big tranquilized buck T-Rex. Ralph? Yes? Ralph? Yes? I, you're on the wrong show, man. Fudgicles. <laughs> this is the one about the giant turtles. Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> what have I done? I wrote so many notes. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, here we are. Minute 55 starts with Toka and Razor trying to get to the turtles uh, by jumping down a manhole and ends with just the most exquisite ending a minute could have <laughs> so by good. Mr. David Warner. This is one of those, who was it that asked us? We were talking, I might have been Francois Chow asked us, what happens when you watch a minute at a time? Like, oh no, it was John Dupre. He goes, do the minutes like line up with where you stop? And, you know, this is one of those minutes that just, it ends perfectly where mm -hmm. it's supposed to. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I'm it's just sad perfect. that we have to wait 20 minutes to get to the end of it. <laughs> like, I, I know that uh, I've said this, I think, in both previous episodes so far, but uh, man, David Warner elevates everything he's in. Mm. Yeah. He is so I mean, lovely this, in this minute. He really only says anything in the last... 20 seconds but he makes the whole minute worth it oh i just thought of something you know what this performance is like it's like michael kane in uh, muppets christmas carol yeah yes oh yes <laughs> where he's like doing the best scrooge mc or scrooge mcduck the best un yes uh, uncle scrooge, <laughs> uncle scrooge, uncle scrooge ebenezer scrooge, ebenezer scrooge. i am tongue-tied but he does like the best ebenezer scrooge ever on film, yeah. film and he's yeah. surrounded by puppets yeah. yeah yeah this is exactly that because it's it's jim henson it's British actor. It's, I mean, a Michelin sister, he probably did work on Muppet Christmas Carol, let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, probably. David Warner and Michael Caine have probably worked together at some point. I'm sure probably. David Warner's played Scrooge before as well. I think that's like a British actor, like, benchmark. You have to do it. Yeah. Wait a minute. Patrick Stewart played Scrooge. He mm. did. Patrick Stewart was in an Ninja Turtles movie. Oh, That's yeah. right. Yeah. He was, uh, he was uh, the uh, the guy. Oh, terrible name from uh, TMNT. Yeah, I don't remember the name, but he was the voice of the bad guy in the 2007 movie. Oh, yeah. Which you know we might get to at some point. We might not. Who knows? Uh, let's, it is let's in start, continuity. Let's start at the very beginning, shall we? So that's a very Toka's, good place to start. 
It is a very good place to start. I, I kind of like some of the detailing on Toka's shell. We get a really good shot of his sort of spiky shell at four seconds into this minute. And it's kind. you can sort of see the scales and the grooves in it in this shot, which I've never really noticed before. And I just kind of appreciate that detail. It looks good. The so, artistry. Little known fact, but Toka is actually played by uh, in, in a surprising you know, Hollywood comeback story by Gamera. <laughs> uh, after many years out of the public eye and a really bad drug problem, uh, this Aww. was it was kind of his like Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man sort of coming back, like his like kind his of chaplain. thing. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. Like uh, I guess Chaplin was before the drugs. Chaplin, Chaplin was before was, yeah. he went and spent time in prison. Yeah, sure. Iron Man like, was kiss, after. kiss Bang Bang was Kiss Kiss Bang Bang was I think his first big one after mm. Get Out. Oh, that movie's great. But yeah. So good. I mean, and you like, we're used to seeing Gamera, you know, like in miniature Aww. cities and, and doing like goofy <laughs> stuff. But I just think he really. Speaking he of elevating the this. film. Yeah. <laughs> Bringing that level of gravitas, that, that, um, that pedigree, that history along with him. It's <laughs> also the only actually Japanese, one of the very few actually Japanese actors in the movie. It's like yeah, him and Toshishiro true. Obata and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we do need to talk about the voice work for Toka. Again, Frank Welker just killing it in this minute with the baby gurgle sounds for the giant snapping turtle. Uh, Toka jumps feet first into the manhole, gets stuck, and we can hear all these gurgly baby sounds. And we cut to a shot below of, of Michelangelo seeing this happen, and he just can't resist. Uh, in a very typically Mikey moment, he goes over and decides to tickle the giant menacing turtle that almost just killed them. I think this is this is one of the most brilliant parts of the film, in my opinion. Mm. <gasps> oh man, I just saw something. Go yeah, to what uh, you see. Go to twenty five seconds. Twenty five seconds. I'm okay. not going to be able to do that. What am I looking at? You can see is Mitchell and Sissy's eyes through the mouth of Michelangelo. Really. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me that that uh, happens every yeah, now and again. That's yeah. kind of a hard one, but it's it's like you can oh, see yeah. you can see the yep. reflection oh, yeah. off of off of just his eye. Yeah, there aren't as many of those moments in this film as there are Ooh. in also, the first one. Also, noticing but, uh, how always... really long the tails on their bandanas are in this. They're very long. I feel like they keep getting longer. <laughs> I feel like not only are they long, but they're very wide. Also, <laughs> they're there to hide the cables. And Is that clean? True? Mm. We think so. Yeah. The the knots on the back of the head got bigger in this movie, and I think you might be right. I think that might be like some sort of connection point, or like it. I don't know. Something's happening in those bandanas that's very important. They're also very oddly often like tacked to the neck of the the suit to keep them over the shoulders. Like there's several shots a couple minutes ago. We might have talked about it the uh, last week, um, where they the the bandana tails are like pinned to the seam of the the head of the suit for some reason it's very odd mm. yeah this is very fascinating is everybody asleep now <laughs> i just keep looking at uh at mikey in this scene it, great suit acting i love well, this i think one of the best parts in here is when leonardo grabs him by the bandana as if he's holding him by the ear to lead him away because yeah. he's in trouble <laughs> A good moment of leading by Leonardo, and yeah. good moment, 
moment of being like the the disruptive younger brother by Michelangelo. He yeah. does that freeze, like if you ever grab a dog by like the scruff of the back of his neck, and they just kind of <laughs> stop what they're doing. It's great. Yeah. I love it. Mikey's Mikey's very yes and in that moment. Like he knows that Leo is doing a bit, and he's like, "All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna play along." Um, why does Michelangelo hop? back to the rest of the group hmm. he's like almost limping he's it's i don't even know if it's a i took it almost more as like just a little mischievous like hobbit step hmm. yeah that's racist and it <laughs> but, <laughs> is hobbit a race yeah yeah in fifth it, uh, ed, it, it is. bugs me that we didn't ask michelle and sisty about this like it didn't occur to me to think about like specific instances of like choices he made in the suit and this is a very weird one but i also think it's incredibly endearing and it just helps sort of flesh out mikey's character a little bit more yeah like when they're just doing the stooges through the whole previous movie exactly like clearly a choice i don't think the director said now i want you to hop this is i think this is a choice that you know he made on set to show sort of the mischievous side of michael he's so happy he's so happy puck turtle um, and now, Ralph, the David Warner stuff. Oh, is David Warner in this minute? <laughs> <laughs> he's he's astonished. You know, he he looks at them and he's like, four walking, talking turtles. Yeah. And we start with astonishment. Where do we end up? He's just transported by the end of it. Like, he's so, so happy. happy. I like this beat with Raph when, when he goes to four walking, talking turtles. And then Raph like looks him up and down. He goes, yeah, he's PhD material. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes Raph isn't as clever as he thinks he is. <laughs> <laughs> and we get I mean, a lot more a- of the whites of Donnie's eyes in this bit too. Yeah. Oh, speak. Donnie looks gross in this minute. You guys <laughs> like <laughs> he looked, I'm going to, this might be too graphic. For the actual cut of this episode, and I understand if it doesn't make it in, but just like the the, the transition from Donnie's neck to his weird wide head looks like when you're like if you're like right when you're gonna you 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 up real like if you can imagine looking at that from below. Oh God! He just we're going to have to bleep all of that. You know what? Just have like just just a. That long sleep is going to be bleeps. funnier than yeah. anything I actually say. <laughs> I like, I like. But you're right. You're completely you're right. You're 100% right. He I looks agree. Like, I'm going to reference Disney's Robin Hood again. He looks like when uh, there's that scene when, when Hiss is like getting forced into the barrel of ale or wine or whatever. Yeah. And he's like yeah. getting stretched out for a second and his head looks all squished, squished and his neck is too long. Donnie looks disgusting. <laughs> like it's it's almost like Donnie's front shell is too small for his body and his head is too big. Like nothing's in proportion. He also has this weird way of standing and he does this a lot where he either grabs his shoulder strap or like pretends he's holding like suspenders. And I also noticed Leaf Tilden did that a lot on dinosaurs too. Like the way he stands is it's very noticeable. It, there's something very specific about Donatello's body language. Hmm. It makes it very easily identifiable. Well, it's like early on in this season when I put that together, when I was like, oh, wait, 
Because I remember saying that. I was like, this reminds me of Robbie right. from, from Dinosaurs. And then yeah, I Googled it. I was like, oh, because that's Leaf Tilden. Mm. Yeah. Every, and like when he walks, he'll like shake his shoulders before he takes a step. Like there's a lot of little interesting quirks that Leaf Tilden does, but it, you've, you see that it's him. Um, and it, it doesn't, it, it, for me, it just doesn't feel right for Donatello always, or at least not continuing from where Donatello was in the first movie. I guess if we had started with this Donnie, it'd be different. But coming from where he was to where he is now, just it feels it feels different. He looks like if you took um, what's his face from uh, 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 Tony Danza, like if you took Tony Danza's head <laughs> sideways and put it oh. on Steve Buscemi's neck. <laughs> oh God! Someone photoshopped that. Please. Ted Danza, uh, not Tony Danza. Ted Danson. <laughs> oh God. That big caveman That's, head. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Terrifying. It's funny because Leif Tilden was Donatello in the first movie, right? Yeah. Uh, but he, I think so. But he changes the way he holds himself so much by the second film. I, I think it's just that that horrible head is throwing everything off. He looks like a green version of the dad from American Dad. <laughs> you're right yeah the sides of his oh my god yeah. you're so right oh. oh man i really don't care for yeah. donnie's head you guys yeah well listen it's been a reoccurring theme for the entire season we're, <sighs> we're not gonna argue on that point i don't think any of us particularly care for it you know what i do like i like what, what they've done with donatello's head in the Batman Ninja Turtles cartoon. I like the skinny head Donatello. Yes. Yeah. It's not a bad head. No, it's some pretty good head. Stop. <laughs> Jesus Shut Christ. it down. Batman saying cowabunga, though. Gratuitous. Uh, not great. <laughs> not great. Uh, oh, I don't remember. Yeah. I don't remember, Scott, if you and I talked about this. Uh, we hung out. I don't know if we mentioned that, you guys. Uh, <laughs> but in that Batman Ninja Turtles movie... I, th- I need to see that. I think the turtles are all pretty good, and every Batman yeah. character is the worst version of that well, character, except oh, for maybe I, I don't want to get into it too much, because I do think that we're going to record an episode about it soon, but I, that, is, that is my thesis statement, definitely, is that if you're a Turtles fan, you're going to like it. If you're a Batman fan, you might not. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Well, uh, um, but moving on. You're not the let's boss talk of me. About, let's talk about David Warner. Well, damn it, Ralph, it's my show. It was. <laughs> True. Yes, Scott. True. It still um, is. <laughs> we should defend it. Oh, I is was, it Ralph's show now? I was I really counting on you guys joining me for a mutiny. We could all wear pirate hats, but... I think, no. I think they might be. If you listen carefully, I think they're going to. No, I will defend this Scott. He's my Scott. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, I'm Team Scott all the way. Who else? <laughs> so that leaves Let's, what? Me, I guess. Well, that leaves a why and when, doesn't it? Adam's the traitor. Throw him off the ship. Yeah, you're on your own, hover skirt. Man, I fall for this almost <laughs> mutiny thing every time. Yep. <laughs> um, Way to read the room, guys. <laughs> David Warner. He's great. David Warner, David Winner, and David Warner. I love this whole thing of we think we're about to get the origin story for the second time in this movie. The yeah. fourth time yeah. overall in the franchise. And David Warner is just like, no, I got this. Boom. And he just rattles it off like no problem. Like, Whoa. We have a bunch of slack-jawed mutant Ninja Turtles. He is PhD material. He would have made a good Holmes, too. Did he ever play Holmes? 
Ooh, probably. Yeah. Yeah. What was he on Star Trek? He um. Oh, I know he was on the Next he, Generation. Yeah, he was on an episode of Next Generation, but I don't remember under who he was. Just Google that while we continue to talk. Uh, strangely enough, he actually played Baxter Stockman on Star Trek: Next Generation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, in a in a rather tasteless move, though, he was the Black Baxter Stockman. Oh god! It was no. a problematic episode. <laughs> Oh, we're getting in trouble for this episode. You might want yeah, to start over. Good luck editing this whole week, Scott. This is going to be fun. Oh, man. But but anyway, I just love, like you've said before, Ralph, David Warner just elevates this movie. He takes it beyond what it should be. Much like the entire first film was way better than it had any right to be because of a lot of factors, David Warner is like, it's like he's acting in a different film. It's like he received a different script than everybody else. And he's just like, oh. I'm. This is the best thing I'm ever gonna do. I'm gonna give it my 110, percent and he does. Well, to bring and up, I shudder. Go ahead. I was gonna say to bring up Michael Caine again. Do you think they pr- approached him and they said, "Well, we want you to play Scrooge," and he shows up and there's Muppets on set, and he's like, "This is not what I signed up for." <laughs> but but, that, but he's such a pro that yeah. he just right. Did but it. yeah, what did they pitch to? David Warner, like you could say, you could say we want you to play Ebenezer Scrooge, and you're like, okay, and then trick him with Muppets. You can't say we want you to play a scientist in a Ninja Turtles movie, and he's like, oh, that sounds great, and then you show up and you see Walking Turtles, and you're like, but what is this? But even like, even if you just isolate his so, dialogue, that almost makes it crazier. I mean, to give you an idea of what he was doing at the same time, in 1989, he did Star Trek V, The Final Frontier. He was a, he was a human ambassador character in That's that one. That's right. And then in 91, this same year, he was in Star Trek VI, and he was a cha- he was Chancellor Gorkon. He was Gork. He was, That's he was right. He was the Klingon. Yeah, in, in Undiscovered Country. That's and then, right. Uh, and then just like a year after that, he was a Cardassian gull in The Next Generation. A Cardassian? Yeah, Cardassian. God damn it. He's Cardassian. <laughs> Did I say Cardassian? Oh no, my god, no, I might no, have. You're good. You said Cardassian. <laughs> okay, Cardassians. Jeez. So he's just like one of those actors who's like, I'm gonna take every job. Yeah, yeah, he's a jabber. And he does great, so people keep giving him jobs. He is the cycle. <laughs> he is the circle of life. Yeah, I like to think one of two things. Either he's just as you said, he he's a jabber who always gives it his all so that he always gets another job, or he was a big fan of the previous movie. <laughs> <laughs> I would love, love to get David Warner on this show. Oh, it's a please. shame that he died. If, did he? <laughs> no, you don't know. That can't be true. <laughs> God, I really hope nothing happens. Don't do that to me. <laughs> no, he's like eighty something, but he's not seventy-seven years old. He, right. Oh no, he's fine. Alive. He's got like eight more years easy. All right. So listen, all I'm saying is I would love to get this guy on the show. David Warner's going to last longer before, than the climate. And it's worked. Someone put me in touch with David Warner. That's all I'm saying. 20 minutes. That's all I need. 20 minutes. Turtles interview. Happy as a clam. Go Make host it happen. Twitterverse. But uh, yeah, he's, he's great. And he's, he, is he the best part of this movie? He might be. Um... Yeah, he he might well be. I, know, I think Vanilla Ice is the best part of this movie. Shut <laughs> I don't mean like the ironic best. I mean like the actual best. Qua- God damn it, Adam. <laughs> I'm just, I'm a really big fan of Kino. I think it's really good that they oh, replaced yeah. Casey Jones yeah. with Kino. Uh, uh, I I don't like the I don't like the fact that they replaced 
but Kino is good. I like Kino. No, no, no. I no. Like, like the way he's really cruel to that woman in the beginning of the movie and tells her how fat she is. <laughs> uh, like the just the okay, way he's I'm a completely he unwanted presence. <laughs> hey, any good character has faults and conflicts they need to overcome. Oh yeah, I'm sure he totally changes and gets woke by the end. Yeah, I'm really I'm really happy about Kino's story and character arc in this. You know, the conflict that he was trying to overcome and the way he changes and how it's resolved at the end. You also, know, where, all of that. Where are Kino's parents? That's what I want to know. How old is he supposed to be? Yeah, he's 32. <laughs> he's he's but, the like, same age least... as Chris O'Donnell's Robin in Batman and Robin. <laughs> exactly. Oh, man. Like, like too old to be adopted. Not come up yet. All right, let's see. When was when was Ernie Reyes Jr. born? Like we at least we know we knew that Danny's father was terrible. Right. Right. It's true. But Keto, it's like, is his father terrible? I don't know. I've never met the <laughs> he guy. Was, he What's was, his uh, excuse? At the time of this movie, uh, when this movie came out, he was 19. He looks really? All right. like he could be anywhere from 16 to 30. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Um, listen, I appreciate his martial arts prowess in this movie. Uh, I don't know if he was intended to be the the the, the personification of the audience in this film, the, the fanboy in the movie. Uh, but I'll, I, I think I would have to say he is not the best part of the film, but that David Warner is. As much as you would protest, Ralph, I don't think it's Kino. I think it might be David Warner. No, nah, I was doing sarcasm. He's as good a character oh. as John Myers <laughs> in Hellboy and just as necessary. Because, you know, in a All movie right. where the four heroes, their mentor, the villain his lieutenant and his entire army are all ninjas. What you really need is another ninja. <laughs> but not even a ninja. You like can a, never have enough ninjas. Like a Tiger Shulman's ninja. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, uh, so, that's downplaying the amazing martial arts work that, that Ernie Reyes Jr. actually did in this movie. But, yeah. And throughout his entire career, because we would love to have him on the show. Absolutely, um, yes. <laughs> but so, so Ralph, in closing, just give us a, a summation of your thoughts on this film as a whole. Wait, we're done. I, I think <laughs> I think we're done. We've been here twenty five minutes, and it's the end of the minute. Did we talk about how Toka's shell looks like an echidna? <laughs> we 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 didn't specifically cover that. No, a okay. what? Echidna. That's what knuckles like, is. Like knuckles. Oh, from yeah, Sonic I mean, and knuckles. knuckles is an echidna. The way Arthur's an aardvark. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah. He's uh, knuckles is the most famous echidna. Sonic is so stupid. I can't stand it. Wow. Let's hot get into this. Hot take. That's my hot take. I I. Mm. I still have like uh, I, I still have like you know flashbacks to the Great Console Wars, and I was uh, I was Team Mario all the way. Sonic can just he can just spin really fast and die. Hot take on a cool blue fast squirrel type He's thing. Not a squirrel. <laughs> Is Sonic the squirrel? I'm pretty sure Sonic the Hedgehog was a squirrel. <laughs> Sonic. Squirrel. I mean, look. It's like not a made-up animal. It's actually he's a hedgehog. It's a thing. Sammy the bull wasn't actually a large male cow. He was a man. Yeah, it's just and a Mac name. The knife. Let's talk about that. Right. He My wasn't favorite a... animals are battle toads. Yeah, okay. Remember battle toads versus double dragon? I am. Oh yeah, I, that was a good. That was a great game. I'm almost certain the battle toads and ninja turtles crossed over at some point. 
I don't think that ever happened. I don't think they no, did. No, there were frogs on the cartoon, but they were not the Battletoads. Also, those frogs, they sold those as punk frogs, but they're all dressed like the Beach Boys. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Not punk at all. And they're from Florida. But like like right. Kokomo and not Beach like Boys. Not like the Disney part of Florida. <laughs> no, from like... The panhandle. They also like, Shredder gave like up the, on let's the naming. Google Florida man part of Florida. <laughs> Shredder gave up on the naming scheme for them too, because it's like Napoleon Bonafrog, Genghis Frog, uh, Bonafrog. Yeah, Napoleon Bonafrog. Bonafrog. Oh no, that's oh. well. If you don't, they get stuck in your throat. Uh, <laughs> no. When you eat them. Like you bone a fish, you take the skeleton out, whatever. So it's oh, okay, cool, uh, great, see yeah, wonderful. That made there. it better. You know how to eat a frog, right? No. Uh, One leg over slowly. each ear. That's an old uh, Andrew <laughs> Dice play joke. Shut it down. A lot of this. Is, right. Listen, I don't want Time this episode standard. to end because my fiance's on vacation, and this is the closest thing to having friends that I've got right now. I'm going to be <laughs> oh, so alone. Man. Well, I'll stay on after we close, and I'll tell you all about my horrible injuries. Oh my God! It's been listen. Yeah, we've had quite the quite the year here at Turtles Minute. But Ralph, give me give me your your full take on this film. Where does this stand in the echelon of Ninja Turtles? Okay, it's bad. Uh, I can take it. It's not as bad as the worst is twenty fourteen, right? Mm-hmm. The first okay. Michael Bay film. Yeah, yeah. And then Turtles three. And then this, and then I think it's a. It might be a tie between Out of the Shadows and TMNT, and then the first one. All right, all right, mm. fair, mm. fair. And man, I tell you that the the Casey Jones and Out of the Shadows really drags that movie down. It's a dumb movie, but it has sublime levels of bebop and rocksteady. Yes, <laughs> yeah. I, we might and, need to watch it again sober, guys. And more Seamus than I anyone really needs on, on screen. really not sober. It does have an exquisite amount of Seamus. <laughs> I, his, his pale skin. He's his own light source. <laughs> also, so he glows in that in movie, the dark. too, they say that uh, he makes a joke that he's Finnish. But also his name on the file that uh, you see for a second is Steranko. Like in the uh, 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 Nickelodeon series, but he's clearly he's he's not he's not Finnish. He's not. <laughs> is that what's Steranko Russian? Yeah, yeah. He's Seamus. Like <laughs> it's Soviet. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So. Um, uh, yeah. Well, look, I'm really looking forward to having you on for Ninja Turtles three if and when we cover it, because I can only imagine the things you have to say about that. Ralph, it is always a pleasure to have you on. It always gets us laughing, and we always get way off track. And uh, look, it's it's been a blast. And now that we're friends in real life, we'll we'll have to have a real-life conversation at some point. Oh, I'd rather not. About, uh, or not. Okay, never what? mind. No, that what? would be great. Okay. <laughs> Listen, guys, seriously, don't don't end this. I'm like, I'm in that bad spot where like therapy was three days ago and I got four more days to go to the next one. You can't leave me alone. <laughs> I don't think I'm right, qualified man. for this. We'll hang out all weekend. It's well, all right. Well, I'll tell you what. We're going to end the episode. There's more minutes Chris in this movie, right? keep talking you down. Yeah, all right? it's all right, man. It's okay. I'll tell you all about it. You guys like the but, Red uh, King? Make sure stuff, you guys... Stuff going on. <laughs> 
Check right. check Ralph out over on YouTube at what is it, Cake House? Yeah, that's it? right. You go to Cake House on YouTube. You can check out my sculpting videos. I also have started crashing the other people's videos. Uh, so if you check out Becky's workbench, I ruined that. Uh, it's a good time. <laughs> have you gotten Ralph? to ruin Epic Meal Time yet? Are they still doing stuff? I don't know. That'd be fun. I don't know. Ralph but I reach out to destroys them. everything. Oh, man. Yes. <laughs> Uh, and then, as always, make sure you guys catch at TMNT Minute on I Twitter. I that reference. Thank, we're glad. Yeah. On Twitter and uh, Instagram. And if you... Uh, our if, Facebook group. If you head over to their Patreon, you can hear all the stuff that Scott had to bleep out that I said in this episode. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll put the uncensored version yeah, up. We'll just sure. do a... We'll do That'll a mass. Good turtle soup. So like then a, I can offend paying customers. It's like a... <laughs> <laughs> it's a tiny cup of turtle soup. Oh, man. It's this a is good. It's a sample. Hey, hashtag Pizza Friday. And uh, I guess that's it. That's it for 35. Guys, this is this has gone way off the rails, but I've had a good time. How about you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's been swell, man. All right. For this the was crew 55, here, wasn't it? Yeah, 55. Is, what did I you say? Said 35? 35 but oh, good God. 55. God, if we were <laughs> okay. still on 35. 55. Well, clearly I'm no good to anyone anymore, so I'm going to sign off. Ladies and gentlemen, have a good night. Have a good weekend, and we will see you for minute 56 on Monday. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye. All the lights are on, but it feels so dark in here. Hi, I'm TV's Ralph Atanasia, and I'm here to introduce this week's Turtle Fan Minute, Cowabunga! Hello, fellow turtle fans. My name is Sue, and I'm from Ontario, Canada. And first off, I've got to say that I am absolutely loving the TMNT podcast and the gang. And uh, yeah, it's a whole new world for me. I uh, came to the dudes as an adult, which seems to be a little unusual around here because everyone seems to have done it uh, in their childhood. Uh, but I did have children who watched the original 87 cartoons, and to which I paid only vague attention at the time. Although I do clearly remember one comment that Cartoon Shredder made to the effect that he actually wanted to be a writer and that being a master criminal was his second career choice. That particular admission uh, made me giggle madly then, and it still makes me giggle madly now. But the real life-changing turtle moment for me came when I took the kids to see the 1990 movie. They had fun, but I was the one that walked away totally captivated, mesmerized, and just starving for more of the same. My brain uh, went into high gear, itching for a sequel, and because more of the same was harder to come by in those pre-internet days, I went uh, right to my trusty Commodore 64 and started scribbling what turned into a rather massive fanfic that is still alive online. I found some like-minded fans on the Pen Pals Wanted page in the original comics, and it's been uh, history since then. I still maintain contact with the best of those best friends in turtledom, one of whom uh, pointed me in the direction of your podcast, and from there on to the TMT listeners page. So, guys, it's all solid gold. Keep up the fabulous work. Big hugs. Sue.